Welcome to Big Giant Book, a musical storytelling podcast for children. My name is Rachel, and I write the stories, and this is Joey, and he creates the music. After today's story, Joey will introduce you to that enchanting instrument. Today's story is called Madeline and the Mandolin. Once upon a time in the peaceful Sweet Creek Kingdom, there lived a family of bakers. The bakers had been bakers for generations, and their secret recipes were perfect. Their soft bread was the softest, their crusty bread was the crustiest, and their lemon cake tasted like sunshine. Everyone who passed the baker's cottage stopped to sniff the air because it always smelled wonderful. On this particular morning, the bakers were making strawberry tarts for the royal family's big celebration, the Jolly Jubilee. We're ahead of schedule, Papa Baker announced as he pulled a tray of tarts out of the oven. Mama Baker dusted powdered sugar on each tart while Baby Baker toddled across the floor, making tiny footprints in the spilled flour. Madeline Baker was busy tying cotton strings from the flour sacks across a basket, hoping to make a melodious instrument. Pluck, pluck, pluck. It didn't quite work. The royal family is at the annual unicorn crossing right now, Mama Baker reminded everyone. So that means they'll return from their big trip tomorrow, just in time for the Jolly Jubilee. Have you ever seen the unicorn crossing? Madeline asked her parents. I haven't, but your dad has, Mama Baker said. It was absolutely magical, Madeline, Papa Baker said. His eyes sparkled like sugar. I went when I was a little boy. Hundreds of unicorns, all together, flew straight out of the sunrise above the sea. At first, from the seashore, I couldn't quite see them. But then they got closer and closer and soon, whoosh, they flew right over me in all the colors of the sunrise. Pink, blue, peach, yellow, lilac. I'll never forget it. Madeline imagined an enchanting unicorn sunrise melody. She clinked a spoon on bottles of vanilla, lavender syrup, and rose water. Then she unscrewed the bottle caps and blew across the tops like a fragrant flute. She saw a gnome pause and smile as he passed by the cottage door, and she wondered if he enjoyed her song. Then the gnome sniffed the air, rubbed his belly, and kept walking. Madeline found a second spoon and made percussion beats on a sack of flour, a sack of sugar, and an upturned bowl. Thump, thump, clank. Thump, thump, clank. Thump, thump, clank. Thump, thump, crash. What was that? Mama and Papa Baker said at the same time. It wasn't me, 
Madeline said. Baby Baker giggled from behind the kitchen counter. He was covered in strawberry filling, and so was the floor. He picked up the empty strawberry filling bowl and held it in the air. Well, it looks like you can officially reach things on the countertop, my mini muffin, Mama Baker said as she scooped him up. Let's go take a bath. Papa Baker grabbed the mop and bucket. Madeline, can you please gather some emergency strawberries from the edge of the forest? I'm on it, Madeline said, and she set off on the familiar errand. Madeline plucked warm strawberries from the sunny patch at the edge of the Sweet Creek Forest. When her strawberry sack was almost full, a pair of water fairies flew past, leaving a trail of sparkle as they disappeared into the forest. Moments later, Madeline heard sprinkles of musical notes and little fairy laughs coming from not too far away. How are they making that beautiful sound? Madeline asked as she hurried to find the fairies and the music. Just inside the forest, at the edge of Sweet Creek, she found the two water fairies dancing on a lovely spoon-shaped instrument. They plucked the instrument's strings with their tiny feet as they laughed and fluttered their wings. Can I have a turn? Madeline blurted out. Oh, sure, the fairies said, if we can hover around and listen. Madeline held the instrument and gently strummed the strings. She gasped at the sound. Real tones vibrated out, clear and pure and not at all like the flower sack strings back at her cottage. She plucked and strummed and strummed and plucked, and the water fairies clapped. Mandolin! Mandolin! Someone called out from the forest. There you are! A boy in a mossy green cape appeared from behind a cluster of trees. I've been looking all over for you, Mandolin! Madeline paused her playing. It's Madeline, she said, and the boy just looked confused. No, that! That's my mandolin! I lost it again, he said. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I just had to play it. I'm Madeline. I thought you were calling for me. I recognize you. You deliver the breads and treats to the castle. I'm Ralph Minstrel. I'm supposed to practice that mandolin so I can play for the royal family's jolly jubilee tomorrow. Well, that sounds magical, Madeline said. Eh, it's okay, Ralph replied. My parents and grandparents and great-grandparents have made music for kings and queens since forever, so I kinda have to. Madeline nodded. I understand. My parents and grandparents and great-grandparents have baked for kings and queens since forever. They're very talented. Well, that sounds like a delicious job, Ralph said. Yes, it is, but I'd rather play the mandolin, 
Madeline said as she continued to strum. Well, you can borrow it. Just meet me back here tomorrow morning so I can have it before everyone returns from the unicorn crossing. Ralph floated sticks in the creek while Madeline plucked on. Have you ever been to the unicorn crossing? Madeline asked. Once, Ralph replied. It was okay. The best part was whenever a unicorn got thirsty, they would break free from the group and dive down into the sea to get a big drink of water. Then they'd burst back out and fly up in the sky like this. Ralph dunked a stick into the creek, then launched it into the air. That sounds mesmerizing, Madeline said. Eh, it was pretty good. It's just regular unicorns, the same ones you see everywhere after winter. There's one right now. Ralph pointed to an eggshell blue unicorn who was resting on the other side of the creek. Madeline smiled and waved. I didn't notice you there. Welcome back, she said. Thank you, the unicorn replied. The next morning, Madeline arrived at their meeting spot bright and early so she would have extra time to play the mandolin beside the waters of the sweet creek. The blue unicorn returned to listen. Madeline felt upset about returning the mandolin, and the feeling went all the way to her hands and out her fingertips. She began to play faster and louder and faster and louder. She didn't hear the royal carriage on the road behind her. Ralph tapped Madeline's shoulder. Sorry I'm late, but, um, you have an audience, he whispered. Madeline turned around. The king and queen sat on the mossy forest floor, and the prince and princess sat in their laps. All four of them wore toy unicorn horns tied to their foreheads, souvenirs from their big trip to the unicorn crossing. At that moment, the eggshell blue unicorn flew off toward the Baker family cottage, and everyone was silent. Then the royal family and Ralph all began to clap. Madeline's cheeks turned as red as strawberries. That was wonderful, Madeline Baker, the queen said. So powerful, so intense. I have to hear it again. Ralph had an idea. Hey, maybe Madeline could play at the Jolly Jubilee today instead of me. Then I could help the Baker family deliver all the tasty tarts. The blue unicorn zoomed back, carrying Papa and Mama and Baby Baker on his back. We heard there was a big commotion at the creek, Mama Baker said. What's happening? 
Well, Madeline replied, I'm wondering, would it be all right if I played mandolin for the Jolly Jubilee at the castle today? Ralph Minstrel here will help with the tarts. Mama and Papa Baker looked at each other, and Ralph gave a little wave. Baby Baker waved back. I guess I don't see why not, Mama Baker said finally. Hooray, said the king. It's settled, said the queen. But wait, what about the next celebration? asked Madeline. And the one after that? What if I just kept playing? If Madeline plays the mandolin, then I could keep helping the bakers, Ralph said. I could learn all sorts of things. Mama and Papa Baker looked at each other again. Then Mama said, Well, if you're always home for supper, and never miss school, and as long as you truly love the mandolin, and as long as we can listen to you each time you play, Papa Baker added. Yes, yes, all of that, and one thing more, Madeline said. Let's hear it, said the queen. Can the Baker family join the royal family on your trip to the seashore next year to see the annual unicorn crossing? Well, that sounds fun, said the king. It's a deal, said the queen. You'll love it, said the prince and princess. That afternoon, the castle was filled with the sweet smell of strawberry tarts, and Madeline's magical mandolin music filled every corner. And they all danced happily ever after. I hope you had fun meeting Madeline and her mandolin. Now, we met the mandolin last week, so that's a familiar musical friend. However, Joey will introduce us to a couple other instruments from today's story. Yeah, and some of the instruments were even um, improvised instruments, you know, things you might find around the house. Madeline was clinking on glass bottles and thumping flour sacks and sugar sacks and mixing bowls as well. She even opened the caps of the bottles and blew on them like a, a homemade flute. Um, and actually, I, I also played uh, a metal flute today for this story. And um, that's also how you play the metal flute. You blow air over the embouchure hole, just like you would blow over a glass bottle to make the sound. That's really interesting how it's the same technique. It's the same way to do it. You blow across the top of the hole um, to make the beautiful sounds. That's right. Now, I heard you playing the flute in the Baker family's home, um, but there was a different instrument. The flute was beautiful, but there was another instrument, and it was very enchanting, kind of a unicorn sound. Tell us what that was called. Well, that instrument's called the chimes. Now, are those like wind chimes, the kind that you might have outside your front door um, or maybe outside your classroom? 
yeah, they're pretty much just like the chimes you would see outside your house or in a classroom. Um, but instead of letting the weather make um, the chimes hit each other and make sound, you are playing them with your fingers or sometimes with a, a tool like a mallet or something like that. And uh, you'd probably hear them most likely in a, a large band or an orchestra. Well, they sound enchanting, and I think that was um, a really fun way to describe how a unicorn flies through the air in this magical land. Now, something else I wanted to point out about this magical story. So Madeline picked up the mandolin, and she was just strumming and plucking, and pretty quickly she was playing as if she had been playing for years. So was that kind of a magical element of the story or is that how it was for you too, Joey? <laughs> no. Learning to play a musical instrument takes lots and lots of practice. And, uh, you know, I'm still practicing and learning how to play every instrument that, that I play. Um, but you know what? Practicing is kind of just another word for playing and uh, it's really fun. Speaking of fun, it is time for our first official silly story. Now, we had a few people submit words to help us fill in the blanks. And so, we'll draw from a hat. Okay, Joey, whose words will we use for this story today? Emma from Washington State. Okay, so Emma does not know what our story is about, but she submitted three words to help us complete it. Okay, so first I'm going to share the story with the blanks. So the parts where the words are just missing. Here it goes. Wanda the Water Fairy found a blank letter in her acorn mailbox. Wanda opened the letter and felt blank. It said, you are invited to a fairy feast at Sweet Creek. We hope you're hungry because we will have lots and lots of blank for everyone to share. See you soon. Okay, let's use the words that Emma from Washington State sent in to fill in these blanks. Ready? Wanda the Water Fairy found a bright blue letter in her acorn mailbox. Wanda opened the letter and felt happy. It said, You are invited to a fairy festival at Sweet Creek. We hope you're hungry because we will have lots and lots of spaghetti sauce for everyone to share. See you soon! Thank you, Emma. I think a fairy festival full of spaghetti sauce would make me feel happy too. And bright blue is a great color for an invitation. Now, if you would like to submit for next week's silly story, please have a parent or caregiver email us at sillystory at biggiantbook.com. So that's just S-I-L-L-Y-S-T-O-R-Y at biggiantbook.com. The three things we're looking for for next week's silly stories are as follows. Number one, a musical instrument. Number two, a sweet treat. And number three, an animal sound. 
So go ahead and send those in if you have um, a few ideas that you think would be fun. And we look forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, have a lot of fun on your big giant day. Thank you.